0: This is City Journal Midday News with Chris Moyer,
1: Linda Johanna
2: and Stephanie Barker. Victoria's daily coronavirus cases have risen to 45 today, with another five deaths recorded. But the 14-day rolling average for cases still sits below 50, with 42.7 cases in Melbourne and 2.3 in regional Victoria. If the average remains between 30 to 50 a day in Melbourne, Schools will soon start a staged return, and outdoor gatherings of up to five people from two households will be permitted. The state government will review Melbourne's reopening roadmap on September 28, based on daily infections. The number of worldwide coronavirus cases is now past 30 million, with nearly 1 million deaths.
1: Hundreds of RMIT University staff will protest against forced redundancies at an online rally about to get underway. RMIT this morning confirmed up to 254 redundancies will be issued to teaching staff, adding to the 355 voluntary redundancies earlier this month. Staff said they already overworked and concerned about the casualization of employment. RMIT Vice Chancellor Martin Bean says the university will adapt their operation to accommodate fewer staff.
0: We are not asking or expecting our people to do the same amount of work with less people. Our operating environment has changed significantly and we fully acknowledge that we have to adjust how we operate moving forward.
2: The National Cabinet is meeting today to discuss lifting the cap on the number of international arrivals into Australia. Prime Minister Scott Morrison would like to see the weekly limit rise from 4,000 to 6,000 return travellers but Mr Morrison will need to convince state and territory leaders to up their hotel quarantine capacity before numbers increase. Queensland, Western Australia and New South Wales are all being asked to allow an additional 500 arrivals per week. This morning saw a slight easing in tensions between the states and territories, with Queensland announcing they'll open their border to the ACT from Friday next week. There are currently 27,000 Australians overseas trying to return home. The federal government has
1: extended telehealth services for another six months. The extension comes as three out of every 10 appointments are now online. Australian Medical Association President Omar Khorsib says he hopes the government continues the program beyond the coronavirus.
2: We think it's a really important part of our health system and Australians have really enjoyed having access to it through the pandemic. We really came for it to be a permanent part of our health system. Many community organisations and charities across Australia are facing financial stress in a time of record demand. A recent University of New South Wales study has found one-fifth of charitable organisations have had to cut their staff hours to manage costs. In Melbourne, the Asylum Seeker Resource Centre has seen a 400% spike in demand for its food bank services during the pandemic. CEO Con Carapana giotidis says the federal government should increase benefits to help struggling organisations. I've been doing this work for 20 years. I've never seen more people hungry, at risk of homelessness, or in states of absolute desperation and despair. Because in the middle of a pandemic, the most vulnerable have been absolutely abandoned by the Australian government.
1: Eight people who refused to wear face masks in the Indonesian province of East Java have been forced to dig graves for victims of COVID-19. So far, close to 3,000 people in East Java have died due to the virus. A local resident, Jessica, says the punishment carried out by the local authorities sends a strong message to wear a mask. If money doesn't really affect their discipline, I mean affect their obedience to the law, then it's something that we have to punish them with something that um, you know that they don't want something that they don't really do normally. Authorities hope the social service will raise awareness and empathy for COVID servers. Earlier this week, Indonesia recorded its highest day of new cases with nearly 4,000 infections.
2: A new Surf Life Saving Australia report has found young men are continuing to put themselves at risk of drowning. Men accounted for 80% of all drownings from July last year to June this year, with high risk-taking and overestimating abilities both being large contributors. In Victoria, alcohol was a significant factor in a quarter of drowning deaths last year. Life-Saving Victoria Research Manager Rhiannon Birch says simple steps can help avoid tragedy on the state's waterways.
1: Avoid alcohol until after you've been at, at the beach or at the river and wear a life jacket and look out for your mates. Thailand's Prime Minister Prayut chan o says 10,000 police will be deployed against planned anti-government protests in Bangkok. Demonstration organisers said they expect up to 100,000 people together in the capital over the weekend. The student-led protesters are demanding a range of democratic reforms, including a reduction in the power of the monarchy. And now to sports with Chris Moyer.
0: The West Coast Eagles defeated North Melbourne last night to kick off the final round of the home and away season. The 15-point win on the Gold Coast has moved the Eagles into the top four. Star forward Josh Kennedy remains in doubt for the finals after suffering an ankle injury in the first half. In the Tour de France, Slovenian rider Primoz Roglic remains the overall leader after Stage 18 wrapped up overnight. Australian Richie Port trails the leaders by 45 seconds after suffering a punctured tyre. The tour is set to wrap up on Sunday. And in the NBA, the Boston Celtics are set to face the Miami Heat in Game 2 of the Eastern Conference Finals. Miami leads the seven-game series 1-0. Now to the weather. Possible light rain today, a top of 19 degrees. Late rain, windy on Saturday and 25, and showers easing on Sunday and 23 degrees. This has been City Journal Midday News with Chris Moyer,
1: Linda Johanna
2: and Stephanie Barker.